Welcome back to Destructo Discourse Good Time. This is a Dragon Ball GT Rewatch podcast. I am your host, Jason, and I am joined on the Discourse this week by Dave. Hello, hello. And Melissa. Hello. And Theo. Hello. And let's not forget Tyler. I'm not Tyler. <gasps> You're not? I'm Shadow Tyler. <laughs> oh no! Oh, oh no! How, how Look at my Ty- stogie. How is- <laughs> <laughs> That's the main difference between we Tyler and Shadow too Tyler. We saw many times. I've <laughs> talked about Dragon Ball too much. <laughs> now the negative energy's coming out. Well, I mean, this is what, like, he warned us that he couldn't be around for too much of GT, and this is what happened. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. This is what it did to him. Why is it that as soon as you said, like, Shadow Tyler, like, the Persona music started kicking in my head? Which is like, I am the true self. I hate Dragon Ball Z. My eyes are yellow and I smoke cigars now. Uh, so normally when we're not possessed by the, by a a dark shadow demon enveloping our very soul, we like to, uh, recap episodes of extant anime Dragon Ball GT. Uh, this week we are going over episodes 47, 48, and 49. Rapidly concluding anime, Dragon Ball GT. <laughs> rapidly! <laughs> ra- rapidly plummeting anime, Dragon Ball GT. Yeah. We are reaching terminal velocity. <laughs> that, I, that is exactly how I would describe it, yeah. Because mm-hmm. if you, you may have blinked, because guess what? The Super 17 arc is ending in exactly now. Yeah, <laughs> and the ne- and the very next saga is picking up. Also now, <laughs> here we go. But apropos of nothing, uh, you know, just some random thoughts mm-hmm. across my across my mind. Um, what uh, what do you do in your everyday life to fight pollution? Because we're the planeteers, and you can be one too. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> saving our planet is the thing to do. I, uh, was, we had a, a, in, when I was in elementary school, we had a Captain Planet club and we would run around the playground and pick up litter. <laughs> oh, nice. Because we were the cool kids. I love that. Um, but no, I have, uh, Who had to be heart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't remember. I think we avoided that discussion. <laughs> <laughs> But in the series, well, I mean that's a true answer too. But I have a, I have an electric car. Oh, damn. oh work! Is it like full, full electric mm-hmm. or like hybrid? Mm-hmm. Ooh, no, nope, I got a leaf. Ooh, like the plug-in yeah. kind. Yep. Nice. That's so cool. Yep. As long as you don't need to go more than two hundred miles at a time. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Right. Well, we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> I also do a hybrid, um, mostly because I'm a massive cheapskate and don't like paying for gas. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a very good reason. Yeah. More people should Although, get it for that reason. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, although in Georgia they get you by when you register, you have to pay like three hundred dollars. Yeah, something yeah, yeah. They do that for, for Ohio. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I guess to make up for the gas tax you're not paying. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it sucks. Thought you'd help the environment, you little fucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I do. I don't know, man. I just recycle. <laughs> I, I try to recycle, and I try to recycle correctly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that's very yeah. important. You gotta look on, it's usually posted on the front of your dumpster, what materials they accept and do not accept. Don't try to recycle thin paper. Their machines have no idea what to do with it. Um, also, don't try to recycle thin plastic, like films or, or um, like, grocery bags. But there are some, like, grocery, like buildings, places, grocery stores, that's the word. There are some grocery stores that have some a... Groceries. Yeah. Grocery receptacles. It. Yeah. <laughs> they have those grocery little receptacles points. that take thin plastic, like grocery bags. Also, don't recycle pizza boxes. Oh, really? Yeah. Too much grease. Mm-hmm. Too oh, greasy. They won't take it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We want nice, clean, dry, uh, hopefully flattened, if you can, cardboard. Mm-hmm. Can you, uh, can you do glass? Do they allow glass? Ours accepts glass. Okay. We, we can't do glass anymore. Hmm. Recycling glass is a privilege, not a right. <laughs> yeah. They said it was too expensive or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I've also heard, and I don't know how true this is or not, friends of the show who know more about recycling than me, uh, get at me. At me, if you will. <laughs> um, I heard that when you are recycling things, you want to, like... You want to de, like, disassemble them as much as possible, like yeah. unscrew unscrew the cap of your soda soda bottle and like throw that in separate. Yeah. Cut up your cardboard. Cut up your cardboard. My, like take take labels off. My trash can sticker says the opposite about like soda bottle lids. It says they're the lids are fine if they're attached, but they mm-hmm. don't want maybe loose lids. Maybe different hmm. facilities. Really? Yeah. Mm, yes. Check with. Check with your local municipality. I see. That's good we have consistency on this. <laughs> I also want to know yep. that, uh, uh, not, not directly related to this, but um, the garbage and recycling company uh, in my neighborhood uh, is called Blue Diamond, which uh, is... Like the almonds? No, like the Steven Universe <laughs> villain. Oh, um, we, ha- we, have, we have almonds. Okay. <laughs> which is the second, but it's like, it's the second time... Uh, that like an important company in my town has been named after like an evil organization has been run by the Diamond Authority. Maybe. <laughs> oh, you have another one. Yeah. What What is it? It's called Godby Realtors, which is the name of a obscure supervillain organization, the Godby <laughs> organization. Ooh. I contribute to the planet's well-being by not selling crypto art. <laughs> oh what? right! I Wait, heard about what? that recently. I don't think I have. What? I I am I am way too dumb to understand what crypto art is or what it. I know it does not do good things to the planet. I mean, no. it's basically the same thing as cryptocurrencies. Like they just generate. Which I also do not understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just electricity burning uh, process of creating basically stamps of authenticity for digital art now for collectors and it's apparently creating like a very 
dangerously big carbon footprint because yeah. it's like being stored on like servers or something. Well, it's because you have to run very uh, computers with a lot of processing power, like constantly, basically. Right. Uh, and it just your computers use a lot of energy, so uh, good computers do. And that's why graphics cards are so hard are so hard <laughs> to get right now. Yes. Mm. Hmm. Sometimes you can do your best by doing nothing at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so, that, save honestly, the planet by minding your own fucking business. You know, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know honestly, um, uh, I can absolutely see this particular dragon being a fucking Bitcoin guy. <laughs> that, that idea makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. I use the library. Is that helpful? <laughs> Oh, yeah, good I think so. For a variety of reasons. <laughs> it's good for the community. Yep. I aspire to being the kind of person that can vermicompost. I tried it, but it got overrun with mites, mm. and it was really <laughs> horrifying and gross, because it was like... You, you know in that Indiana Jones movie where there's like the hill of ants that drags oh. the man down, and it's just a oh. wall of moving... That's what it looked like, and it was yucky. Mm. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, I have stopped vermicomposting. It's not a good thing to have exist. <clears throat> uh, Dave, do you think that this dragon is into cryptocurrency because he is also voiced by Oolong? Oh my Wait, god! Wait, what? <laughs> is he? It explains so much. <laughs> it explains everything. The pig is always here. <laughs> it's contractually obligated. Yep, we're not even in a movie now. Mm-hmm. Though actually, like considering how fast things are introduced and then put away, like episodes are kind of starting to feel like TV movies. Yeah, these <laughs> GT is like three to four OVAs. Yeah, <laughs> worth of content. Well, um, that being said, before we get into our episodes proper, would we uh, care to pay a little visit to the hyperbolic rhyme chamber? Oh man! Yeah, <laughs> would love to. We have a couple fan-submitted poems, and uh, Thea, do you have a poem? I do. It's very short. Mm. Kick us off. All right. So this is a diamante poem, which is a poetry form for babies. I love diamantes. (laughs) I do them all the time. (laughs) So you, you basically, you pick two words. They can be synonyms or antonyms. The first line of the poem is your first word. The second line is two um. Oh, what's it called? A describing word that starts with A. Adjective. Adjective. Thank you. I was looking at other words and it short-circuited my brain. Um, <laughs> two adjectives about your first word, and then three verbs related to your first word, and then four nouns, and then the bottom lines kind of mirror the first ones, but for your second word. And it forms a diamond. It a lot does. Of... Oh, I get it. Okay. Oh. I was like, this okay. is all very specific. <laughs> No, um, so this is titled Friend or Foe. <laughs> <laughs> it took okay. us how many episodes to get there? <laughs> foe. Wicked. Villainous. Scheming. Killing. Opposing. Yamcha. Piccolo. Vegeta. Boo. Cooperating. Cheering. Competing. Trustworthy. Beloved. Friend. <laughs> All right. I love that. Interesting that set of uh, That's so good. Of uh, characters to put together in quick succession. 
They're the foes that then became friends. You're right. <laughs> you are right. When you're right, you're right. We have uh, two poems this evening brought to you by a friend of the show, Shane. He sent us two, two beautiful, beautiful proses. <laughs> and I will read one, and Tyler will read the other one. Uh, and I am... Um, I don't know exactly why, but I feel a, I, I feel a stirring in my heart, as if not to just read or dictate these words, but to sing them out to a, a certain tune that was popular in the eighties. Mm. I just what's, mm. what's the title of this piece? I, uh, sorry, let me uh, let me get right to it. This uh, first piece is called "Piccolo Emerges Victorious." Special Bean Cannon sends Goku and Raditz straight to hell? <laughs> <laughs> Why is it called that? <laughs> Sit right down, I'll tell your ass why it's called that. Alright, All right, let me let me take a let me take a sippy. <clears throat> me 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 me. Son Goku. <clears throat> Beam through the heart, you dirty apes. You give pride a bad name. You took my arm, I gave you pain. You give pride a bad name. That was in- yeah, that was intense. Beautiful. I love it. <coughs> I can only took do that on once. a journey. Yeah, thank you. And thank you, Shane. Um, uh, this is Shane's second submission. It is titled Country Sonkin. <laughs> and a little bit of Zenza Bean. Big fish on a Friday night. <laughs> An orange gee that fits just right. And the gravity oh, oh, up. Well, I've seen Snake Way. Seen the rage in a woman's eyes. The headbutt of a precious child. And a rival's <laughs> touch. <laughs> <sighs> the new direction for uh, for hyperbolic rhyme chamber. Yeah, we're kind of just singing songs now. Yeah, this is this is we've turned into caca karaoke at this point. <laughs> oh, never mind, that got good. Thank you. <clears throat> uh, thank you very much for these uh, for these poetic submissions that have stirred my heart into song. Uh, if you listeners out there would like to submit some of your own Dragon Ball-related poetry or prose, please do so at destructodiscourse at gmail.com. And if you'd be so kind as to include a name and pronouns that we can refer to you by, that would just be delightful. All right, kids. <laughs> Are we ready? Oh, boy. I'm, I'm ready. ready. Buckle up. The 17 so- Super 17 Saga... Greatest in history. More powerful than Majin Buu. <laughs> More powerful than Frieza. Whoa. <laughs> uh, we're uh, obviously watching this on Funimation now. Uh, some via the sub, some via the dub, some via back and forth. And we begin with episode 47. The Greatest Surprise. The Japanese title roughly translates to A Grand Turnabout. Goku and number 18's combo attack explodes. Ooh. I feel like those titles go really well together. Mm -hmm. (laughs) One excites excites me, and then the other tells me why I'm excited. 
<laughs> yeah, the narrator did not lie. He said the epic battle concludes today. <laughs> for once. <laughs> yeah, I, I literally wrote in my notes, for shockingly, I believe you. <laughs> in response to that. Uh, we open on an empty sky, save for Videl, holding Chi-Chi, flying over to the city. This is wonderful. This is delightful. Like, Videl is like the tails, and Chi-Chi is like the Sonic kind of dangling, you know? But if Sonic had never done this before and was and absolutely it, losing his shit. Yeah, completely. <laughs> Chi-Chi is very panicked about this. Which I guess Chi means that, that Goku never... Goku never did this. Is that for her? Don't, don't pretend that's actually surprising. <laughs> <laughs> she's been on Nimbus. Mm. Oh, she has. That's right. Because she's a got your heart. Well, Nimbus has like a is more like a floor. Yeah. Than a dangle. That's true. Nimbus yeah, isn't I... gonna drop you. You can trust the Nimbus. <laughs> exactly. Trust it more than Goku, probably. Chichi could have just rode in the plane with Bulla and Bulma, but you could say that she's pot committed. She's wearing she's wearing her special pot helmet. Like I have to deal with this from from Jay, like regularly, <laughs> Tyler. Like don't 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 cause there to be another source of damage that I have to. I just want to try it on every once in a while. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's gonna, it, the, Dave, eventually you're going to like, you're going to, a shadow dragon is going to emerge from your heart and say, I love puns, actually. Why wasn't they that, kick ass. Why wasn't that our banter? What would your shadow what, dragon what would be emerge, like? What shadow would emerge from our hearts? Yeah. I, mean, I guess it's not, I guess. Don't it's worry, a, Dave, we're going to be dealing with them for a while. We got time. All right, fair enough. <laughs> Oh yeah, this, this is the is, rest of the sh this is yeah. the rest of the series now. That, this okay. is the, this is the conflict that's gonna span the rest of GT. So buckle up. But let's All let's right. not get ahead of ourselves. We're still we're still dealing with this very important arc. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Super yeah, yeah. seventeen. Super oh, seventeen man. and his big meaty shoulders. <laughs> They're so round. <laughs> <laughs> they just got, protrude from his shirt. He's got. He's got those double deltoids. <laughs> this is deltoids have deltoids. <laughs> Bulma and Bola are flying behind them in an air car, and Bulma is remarking on the devastation being wrecked upon the fragile planet. There's big ravines, volcanoes are exploding, a city's underwater. Mm -hmm. What the hell's going on? Uh, Goku, meanwhile, is in a crater, just kind of having a having a laydown. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta do that. He does yeah. that for most of the episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mew leers overhead, mocking Goku's frail organic form. He seventeen charges up his big ass death attack, the electro eclipse bomb. Damn. He he launches it uh, over to Goku, and he almost gets hit, but he instant transmissions at the very last second. Yeah, he remembered. Ooh. He did. He remembered the thing. Goku reappears behind Seventeen and locks him into a grapple, which, as we all know, requires a DC 24 strength check to escape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Goku says that Seventeen is unable to attack while in a hold, but Mew says, oh, they're in a stalemate. 
you can't attack either, Goku. Unless... <gasps> unless you're willing to die with him. Oh, no! He's gonna do a Chiaotzu! He doesn't... <laughs> He does it. He he starts gathering sparklies of energy for a Chaozu backpack, backpack attack. <laughs> um, uh, he does in the. Uh, this is gonna be fun because I exclusively watched the Japanese version this week. Um, <laughs> good choice. Uh, he uh, Goku says that the reason that Seventeen couldn't sense him doing couldn't sense the vibrations of the instant transmission was because he was hollering too loud. Uh. <laughs> That'll do it. Yeah. He's busy making his own vibrations. Also, the the Japanese translation of uh, 17's attack is the electric hell ball. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. Electro hell ball. He did not think about that very long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In no time. Um, so... Goku starts gathering sparklies of energy. Um, which is weird, because I don't think Goku's seen Chiaotzu do this before, so how would he... Anyway. <laughs> you, you can, people can have original ideas. Hmm. That happen coincidentally I, to be, like, existing ideas. I will yeah. say that this move is canonically called Goodbye, Mr. Tien. <laughs> 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 so... Christ. So... It's called. <laughs> it's called Sayonara Tenson. Oh, jeez. Wow. Incredible. Yep. Uh, so there is a massive explosion of key, the shockwaves of which send everyone flying back. Uh, Pan and Mr. Satan, uh, Vegeta, uh, Videl, and and Chichi miles away. It's visible from space. Mm-hmm. He's gonna do a chatsu and murder everybody. Uh, this is really funny to me, where in the shockwave, um, <laughs> Chi-Chi's pot helmet flies off and she goes, No! My pot! <laughs> and then two seconds later, it slams into the windshield of, of the air car Bulma is driving. They dedicate a lot of time to this pot. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and Bulma says, ah, that was Chi-Chi's pot! <laughs> Everyone is extremely concerned about this pot. Well, how's she going to cook her soups? <laughs> how's she going to protect her head? From the psychic waves. Yeah. yeah. Also, Vegeta is, like, cursing Goku. Yeah. Uh, you clown! Well, he does a kisama in the Japanese. He's angry. Oh, he does a he does a classic clown call in the dub because that's his favorite insult mm-hmm, for mm-hmm, Goku. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When are we gonna get a bakaya roll from from our dear Vegeta? <laughs> He's more of a kisama kind of kind of guy. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. He's too elegant, you know. But like in a rude way. In a, elegant, but in a rude way. Yeah, that's Vegeta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like, like, Vegeta should be, like, the villain of, like, a 90s shoujo anime. Like, you know, you know what I mean? But in male form? <laughs> like, I feel like that's his vibe more than anything else. Hmm. Like, just sophisticated enough, but not in, like, a good or useful way. <laughs> yeah, I, 
I could see him hanging out with Rubius from the yeah. from season two of Sailor Moon. Yeah, exactly. They they yeah. have some wine together. <laughs> Wanting to like, I would see him as like summoning, creating idiot monsters to steal like the pure heart mind jam crystal mirrors of of <laughs> fair of, of fair dreamers. So there's a massive dust clearing. Huge clearing of dust. Oh, dust everywhere. Oh. Who's gonna clean that up? Not Chi-Chi. She didn't bring her broom. No. <laughs> and she doesn't have her pot. So, like, what what can she do? Dr. Mew is, like, is shocked by the fact that Goku was willing to do this. Was willing to make this sacrifice. He can't believe it. And it's just, like... That's so unlike him! Well, yeah, but also, like... Dr. Mew has not been paying any attention at all if he thinks that someone dying is, like, an issue. Or even something to, like, pay attention to. Mew, you had a Dragon Ball in your head. In your in your in your brain space. Yeah. You know, what, you know they do. what they can do. Yeah. Uh emerging from the dust is a battered and beaten Goku, reduced back down to kid form. Whoopsie doopsie. He collapses and he's like, Is it over? <laughs> Spoiler alert, it's not. It ain't. Uh, we zoom in on a stretch of the ocean as a glowing light begins to shine from beneath the waves. And Seventeen emerges! As it turns out, Seventeen put up a shield at the very last minute and kept them both safe, I guess. Aww. Safe question Chicky mark? Boy. How? With your shield. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, Theo, don't give up that easily. <laughs> DBZ hasn't, earned, DBZ hasn't earned he that from you. pressed the defend button. <laughs> yeah, he just held the button down. Oh, oh yeah, Goku he blocked. should have brought his dog that eats energy shields. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. That did my heart good. <laughs> this is also once again where Goku mentions that, man, I wish that blast would have taken us into the next dimension. I know, they keep saying that. I love it. I know. Just say <laughs> die, Goku. They say hell in that same dub. It's so weird. Like, they understand hell as an extant concept. Yeah. Hell and death are things that matter. Death is a thing that matters in this same episode. <laughs> <laughs> Completely bizarre. Doesn't. I guess Goku's died enough times that to him it's just like, eh, I'm gonna go over here now. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I get a fun hat. Fun hat. Seventeen is upset because his clothes got ruined. And oh, Goku's... And... Yeah, and he's upset because his clothes are ruined. And Goku says, they still look good on you. <laughs> Thanks, Goku. Oh. Yes, yeah, Goku uh... says that. Yes. <laughs> I love sub-Goku. This is a good time. <laughs> uh, Seventeen charges up another eclipse bomb. Electro-eclipse bomb. Hellball, uh, <laughs> and he's about to unleash it onto a onto a too weak to fight Goku, and Goku apologizes for letting everyone down. But suddenly we hear a familiar voice telling Seventeen to hold it right there. <gasps> I actually gasped. It? It's eighteen. I was wow. surprised. Yeah. She's in her cool outfit and everything. <laughs> I know. So powerful. <laughs> 18 gets between Goku and 17 and reads him the riot act. 
<laughs> yeah, it's like, you killed Krillin, you're killing all these people, da 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 da, -da. Um, this is a line that confuses me. Okay, so 18 says, you're half the man I used to know, and 17's like, why? I'm twice as strong. And 18's like, yeah, but that's just strength. I'm talking about character. 17, in, in the old days, just wanted to kill Goku. He never wanted to kill innocent people. Yeah, uh, what? Citation remember. needed. I don't... Yeah, yeah I'm not... <laughs> yeah, this is where we put the John Cena face coming through the wall saying, are you sure about that? <laughs> well, I have a question because I'm trying to remember. Like, I know in the Future Trunks saga, uh -huh. like, timeline, obviously they were mad lads going on a destructive rampage, right? Mm -hmm. In the present tense, as we knew the androids, did they kill humans? Yes. Oh, okay. yeah. And I mean, also, it was Seventeen's idea to take the fucking van so that it would take longer. Because <laughs> he wanted to enjoy it. <laughs> Maybe she's having trouble reconciling, you know, her past with her, you know, current life situation and has decided mm -hmm. to remember it differently. This, <laughs> this whole episode yeah, is happen. just the, the perfect encapsulation of the whole, of the whole, you know, GT trend of constantly trying to actually like you know acknowledge canon and previous events and it like mm. not fucking meaning anything or actively making the right. story worse the trouble with that is that they don't seem to remember any of it <laughs> and neither do the characters half the time the characters right. change their minds about whether they remember it <laughs> i mean there's another goof up later on in this episode uh, so 18 says, if you if you try to kill Goku, I will activate the bomb in my chest, uh, which is a bluff that Goku knows, but hopefully 17 does not know. Did, did Was it a bluff? Did the writers remember <laughs> if it was a bluff? Well, I would think so, because Goku has an inner monologue of like, wait, I remember. They didn't didn't yeah. we take that out? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that yeah, would require me to trust Goku's memory. <laughs> Which uh, I'm not not too sure about that. Not ready to do just yet. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. I'll never yeah, I mean that that, that honestly that bluff would have worked on me. I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, I was the, like, Wait, that's really? the point. That that's seems point. weird. But I mean, okay, I guess. Well, more to the point, though, like this this keeps coming up. What what kind of fucking bomb is this that anybody is intimidated by it? <laughs> like, are we saying Doctor Jero was able to build a bomb that was more powerful than? What seventeen just survived apparently without all that much trouble. Maybe it's cause because it's not key energy, he wouldn't be able to absorb it. Ooh. Maybe. Yeah, it's just a Maybe. it's just shrapnel. <laughs> absorb this. <laughs> hmm. I guess shrapnel technically is sharp. So I mean the the no one would have I mean, any in defense Z, against it. The in Z the threat of the bomb was never like the damage it could do to the enemies. It was yeah. the the threat was taking a playing card away from Cell. Right. Mm -hmm. I think the writers didn't remember that either. Mm -mm. <laughs> mm -mm. They just remembered, oh, there was a bomb. Mm -hmm. Goku ah. commends 18's uh, acting chops, <laughs> and uh, 18 rips off a part of her shirt to reveal uh, part of her chest with the bomb and. I don't know why we needed to, but we get a shot, like a zoom in of her, like broad upper boob for like three to four seconds before I, cutting yeah. the commercial. I didn't even notice the bomb. I thought it was just like <laughs> some bizarre 
you know, Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge, now it's time for some 17 fan service. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Very confused. Yeah, that's... It, it, was just, it, was a, it was a strange choice. We haven't seen Master Roshi in a long time, but, you know, he's still haunting us. His presence is still felt. <laughs> mm-hmm. His yeah. legacy. Ugh. His legacy lives on. Unfortunately. We'll watch Legacy of Roshi next week. <laughs> oh, no. I would like to not. <laughs> I would like to not do that. Thank you. I don't want to meet Roshi Jr. <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't argue with that too much. Ro- you, you, and I both know that Roshi Jr. is like a pickup artist. Like wears <laughs> like wears vests to a bar, but like with a top hat with like a feather in the top hat. Well, he looks and, like, identical like, uh, to Sharpner. I uh-huh. guarantee uh- you. That, and his uh, name is like fantasy or something. I guarantee you that Roshi Jr. is into Bitcoin. Yeah. Um, absolutely. <laughs> Tells you everything you need to know about uh, about a character. Honestly, favorite Downton Abbey character. What are the what is their position on Bitcoin? Hey, Ro- Roshi Jr.'s manga debut would would have uh, his introductory quote, which is. You can vape in my Uber if you like. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) What a life. Back from commercial, 18 uh, continues to mock 17's lack of agency. And it's like, you're just a puppet. You're always being controlled. You have to be told what to do all the time by this Dr. Mew guy. And 17's holding the eclipse bomb with with a look of apprehension in his eyes. How does she know about Dr. Mew? Oh, well. okay. <laughs> she has a mental connection to seven. Never mind. Twin, Maybe twin it was magic. from the baby infection. Baby knew about Doctor Mew, and so uh, then everybody. Now yeah. everybody does. Sure. 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 That sounds. That sounds good. Yeah. It's all fine. Mew demands seventeen finish the job and ends that remark by saying, "Show them you can't be controlled." To which mm. Seventeen responds. Oh, direct- that is not what he says. Oh, really? Really? Uh, yeah, Mew, uh, Mew is just, like, chewing Seventeen out. And, oh. And calls him pathetic. Oh, And wow. that's what Seventeen snaps on. Oh. In, so it's yeah, more in like dub- boo. Yeah, in the, in the dub, he, he snaps by, uh, on, like, tell show them you can't be controlled or manipulated and he's like okay i mean <laughs> yeah idiot <laughs> also fair <laughs> yeah guess he's right he directs the uh eclipse bomb onto mew and uh off mew goes to say hello to dr Zero. <laughs> bye they're reunited in depth again <clears throat> i believe this is a series wrap on dr mew all right. Yep. Aww. Everybody, good good job. Good work. Good job, Dr. Mew. <laughs> Thanks, Dr. Mew. Take a bow, Dr. Mew. <laughs> this this act this shot is actually great, I have to say. Like the moment where Mew dies, where yeah. the you know, the huge beam comes in at him and it we see it reflected in the lens yeah. his lenses. And it, yeah, yeah. it you know, it's the the sight of his death coming for him. But in that the context of that character design, it looks like we're finally seeing his eyes for the first mm-hmm. time, like a, mm-hmm. a, a vulnerability that he's never shown before in the moment of his death. I love that. That's the best thing I have to say about this. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad it glad it was used on a character like Mew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
17 charges another eclipse bomb, this time pointing it at 18. And 18 launches a bunch of beams at him. He absorbs each and every one of them like a delicious lunch and <laughs> continues to embeefen. His beef throbs and it's mm -hmm. ugh, unpleasant. Mm. Don't want that. Mm. Uh, Goku says, "Oh, you, you you gotta stop! You you're you're only making him stronger." And eighteen does a really good, just just mm, the way the the urgency in her voice when she says he killed Krillin, Goku. Like, I felt that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's good stuff. She also says that she'll die if she stops, which fair. Yeah. Also yeah, probably. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Seems likely. <laughs> Given Goku... everything we know about the situation. <laughs> Goku notices that 17 has stopped absorbing the blasts and is instead redirecting his energy and attention towards maintaining a, a key barrier, like a shield. Goku huh. determines that he is unable to move while in this well in this stance and thinks that this might be a good chance to attack. He orders uh well more requests 18 to continue the barrage and he he powers up. And we get a cool little moment here. Goku flies up through the key blasts and unleashes Super Dragon Fist. This was I like I like this. Well, oh, last, I like this a lot. When was the last time Goku named an attack? It's been a bit, huh? Yeah. Mm -hmm. a, a transparent golden Shenron uh, appears like an afterimage as Goku delivers a flying punch to 17's torso. Uh, he punches his torso concave and then some. Yeah. <laughs> goes all the way through. Not quite the not quite the classic sign family headbutt. Close. It's it's close. Well, it's, he's he's refining the technique, Tyler. Yeah. Put, putting a fist out in front. Putting a dragon fist on it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. That's that's a refinement. <laughs> I put in, I put in the notes here. Seventeen torsos punched the most concave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, fun fact: this is a uh, uh, GT Goku's level three super on Dragon Ball Fighters. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it. And it also really very closely, if not almost exactly, mimics uh, the way Kid Goku defeated uh, Demon King Piccolo in original Dragon Ball. Mm, somehow that's not a surprise. <laughs> now behind 17, Goku charges up a Kamehameha and launches several beams into 17's open chest wound. <laughs> is this actually supposed to be several beams or is it just like an emphasis shot? I, I don't know. Like it, like the the animation like plays it like three times as it goes like mm -hmm. ha ha <laughs> ha, and it could very well just be like the anime you know shorthand of like this is the killing blow. Yeah, that's what I, it felt that like to was, me. Yeah, because it because it wasn't. Uh, it was like you saw the beam coming in from scratch through 17 each time instead mm. of like a continuous or like one right after the other thing mm -hmm. so it definitely it definitely felt like that that kind of emphasis repeat and finally overcome by all the energy 17 dissolves into nothingness uh 
18 says, we did it, Krillin. Oh. As Goku lands, winded. Vegeta and Trunks crawl out of, the, out of the rubble in the city, and Vegeta congratulates Goku. For doing it. For you did... <laughs> You did the damn thing. <laughs> Good job. Goku and 18 overlook the devastation and uh, tears well up in 18's eyes, wondering why her twin brother could have done such a thing. Goku posits that the real 17 was somewhere in there, but wasn't explicitly calling the shots. Goku thinks that... He was all covered up by hell stuff. Hell, <laughs> hell magic. And Mew. Healthy. Mmm. Goku thinks that, uh, 17 managed to throw the fight from within to expose his weakness to Goku. And... Which is to not have a stomach anymore. Uh -huh. <laughs> I, uh, maybe it was the Japanese dialogue. I understood it more as 17, like, couldn't bring himself to kill 18. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can I can see I can see different parts of it. Mhm. Mm yeah, the dub tries to frame it like even though we don't really get any context clues to that, that like the apprehension and stuff to that is like the real 17 fighting within Super 17. Mm. To to you know, regain I himself. have to say that actually does make intuitive sense. Because it was two different ones, one of which was built more recently by the two doctors in the afterlife, mm -hmm. to, right. to to enable this whole business. So I, I actually buy that in theory. This is the worst thing so far for me in terms of like the fact that this wasn't awesome is <laughs> criminal. Like this should have been so good. Yeah, it just kind of happens halfway through an episode. <laughs> yep. Again, yeah. which and again, it should have been like a whole saga's worth of storyline leading to this incredible moment. <clears throat> it's not even the wildest shit that happens in this episode. No. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Nope. Because nope, get... buckle the fuck up, kids. <laughs> pack up. Pack up that saga. We're we're on to the next one mid episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I I was like I, I was ready to type up my notes like. And we conclude the episode with, and then I looked at the slider, and there's like ten more minutes. I'm like, what? Yeah, we get <laughs> a yeah, not like insignificant part of the plot of this episode in what seems to be the the next time on. I, yeah, I, it's so confusing. It's, it's a this time on now. Yeah, it's now here, currently happening on Dragon Ball <laughs> in Media's Res. <laughs> So, uh, Chi-Chi and Videl arrive to kick some ass. They're a little late. It's fine. Mm -hmm. uh, Bulma and Bola arrive in the air car, and Bulma says that natural disasters are erupting everywhere. And she posits that the portal to hell is probably disrupting the natural balance. Maybe the portal to hell did it. <laughs> That's a good, good fucking guess. <laughs> um, Chi-Chi says, well, obviously all we have to do then is just... Gather the Dragon Balls and wish hey. everything back to normal. Whose turn is it? Yeah, <laughs> they draw straws. <laughs> who's, who's, got, who's got gathered the Dragon Balls on their chore chart? <laughs> <laughs> sweep, laundry. Vegeta's got sweep. Balls. Yeah. <laughs> 
Con. We get a lovely shot of the check-in station with King Yemma returning all the baddies back to hell. Yeah. And we mm -hmm. get, like, a lot of, like, ginyus with ghost tails. Yeah. <laughs> Their little wiggly ghost tails are so fun. I love that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Also, Trunks is here, and he fixed the dragon radar, which also means Giru. Yay! Yay. This Yay. whole thing, it has a very, like, it's funny that it's not, like, the end of the show, because it feels like, all right, well, we got to tie up all the boxes, make sure there's no ambiguity, no mm -hmm. one could possibly be unsatisfied with the ending. Like, it has that kind of feel, but it's not, because the show's not over. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very weird. Uh, so... The team head out to find their first Dragon Ball. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> oh shit! They find the three star, but it is cracked. Oh, oh no! Weird. This has never happened before. That's not nope. good. I had they to get... rewind it because the she holds it up, and it's the three star, and then it you see it from her perspective, mm -hmm. and the way the shadow is on it, I couldn't see the third star. And so I was like, wait, did y'all just seriously change numbers from shot to shot? Or like, or like, maybe that's your problem, is that your Dragon Balls can't decide which number they are. <laughs> no, no, it's I in there, though. It's just hiding. Yeah, I, I screenshotted it because I thought it was just a cool shot. But yeah, that, that third star is it's tucked away in that little core shadow. Mm-hmm. So they gather all seven, and would you know it, all seven of them are cracked. That's not great. That's and they're making a strange it, noise. It, it literally cuts. We have to emphasize it cuts from them finding this first one to them having all seven and seeing that this is the case. Mm -hmm. And, uh... You know how I mean, this already... works. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we already did this on this very show, let alone all the times <laughs> it's happened in the previous series. Mm-hmm. Chi-Chi thinks that maybe we shouldn't even use them. What? Chi-Chi. Not use the Dragon Balls. But then that would restore balance. I like that Bulma's plan is, let's use them harder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe using them will fix it. <laughs> Yeah, Trunks' idea is that the Hell Portal might have been the thing that cracked the Dragon Balls, and that wishing the Earth back will fix the Dragon Balls. Which makes sense to me, like, sure. based on the information they have. Mm-hmm. Like, like, imagine. Yeah. This is the f if this is the first time you're seeing a cracked Dragon Ball, you have nothing to go on. Yeah, you just yeah. gotta turn them on and off again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just kick, kick them a few times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep. Got to power cycle your dragon balls. <laughs> exactly. As you get older, you just have to do that more and more. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. They're losing their sheen. Mm -hmm. So we do arise, Shenron. Nothing happens. Goku oh, says it a second Did time, but louder. And the sky starts to get all dark and red and stormy. They all get excited. Um, for a minute, seemed, seemed not great from the get go, but mm -hmm. yeah, you know, I wasn't there, so you know, it's hard to he say. Well, the sky always gets stormy, but it doesn't get red dragon. and stormy, right? Yeah. yeah, the ground begins to shake, and some evil bluish black smoke starts to seep out of the cracks of the dragon balls. Goku senses an enormous power. 
And we, ep we end the episode with the smoke turning into a dark bluish Shenron with red eyes that looms over the gang. Who the fuck is this? I this don't asshole. care. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> He's my favorite boy. I, uh, I'm a big fan <laughs> of this design. Oh, sure. Any final thoughts on episode 47? I'm very sad that we aren't in the timeline where we finished on this episode last week and you guys just had to sit with this dragon for a whole week. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Not knowing what the hell was happening. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that have been amazing? <laughs> in a more perfect world. Uh -huh. Yeah. In a more perfect Dragon Ball. <laughs> yeah. Episode 48. The Shadow Dragons. The Japanese title roughly translates to A Shocking Surprise. Shenron is our enemy? <gasps> um, uh, Wasn't last week's episode the greatest surprise? I also oh. don't... I don't think that's accurate and i don't think anyone in the show actually thinks that at any point so yeah this ain't shenron mm -mm. this is some other yeah. guy this might be a shenron also they mm -hmm. wildly vacillate between he's a good guy he's a bad guy <laughs> he made the sky pretty clearly he's good <laughs> Pan yeah. posits that maybe Shenron's on vacation and this guy's just the sub. Yeah. <laughs> just filling to, in. To, to which Goku responds, it's possible. I'm like, is it? <laughs> <laughs> is it? Goku, is that true? Do you know that? How would he Pan, know? Pan demands that Shenron should start asking what they want to wish for, but Smokey Shenron just lights a big cartoon cigar and chuckles. <laughs> I, I did a... I... I did a real double take when this happened. <laughs> I, I really liked in, I don't know if this is how she delivers it in the dub, but in the Japanese version, she's like, can you, can you ask us like what our wishes are? Cause otherwise it's like really awkward. Yeah. <laughs> like we don't like, we don't want to bring it up. Like you need, you need to prompt that please. Oh, in <laughs> the dub, she's mad. This is not how an internal dragon is supposed to behave. Yeah. It's not, yeah. How, it's not how you're supposed to comport yourself. Shenron. Substitute teacher the, Shenron. In the sub, when we get like a super close up on her face, it's her doing an impression of Shenron. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, yes. It's, like you're, no, it's you're supposed, supposed to be supposed... like this. Ooh, yeah. That's great. <laughs> Goku gets a mind call from King Kai saying to watch out for that dragon. King Kai, where Thanks, you been? King Kai. Yeah, Thanks. Where, yeah, where the. Hey, that's not, that's not Shenron. Hey, thanks. <laughs> thanks, Kinkai. Thank you, Kinkai. Thank you for your contribution. Shenron takes the Dragon Balls and gobbles them up. Ugh. Sucks off like a vacuum. Times, how many times have things, important things gotten eaten on this show? A lot. <laughs> Including characters. It's a, it's a, a mastication-fueled plotline. In this show, <laughs> it's what it's. Uh, it's this that, show that, has themes. That sound was the correct reaction to that sentence. Theo. <laughs> I don't know if the the podcast will pick that up correctly, but it was the perfect, the perfect response. So a, a a massive dark tornado envelops Shenron, and we see in the tornado are are the seven Dragon Balls flying around. They each get engulfed by a dark, smoky Shenron-like visage. 
and uh, in a in a very sinister version of the balls flying away after a wish, the smoky Shenrons all fly away in different different directions, and the sky goes back to normal, with the exception of a new aurora borealis in the sky. <clears throat> so beautiful, oh, so pretty. Yeah, can't be uh, evil. Very quickly, I did forget to point out the other uh, time that the writers forgot what happened in Dragon Ball Z last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Goku suggests that they can wish Krillin back with the Dragon Balls. They cannot. Oh my he god. has been wished back already. That's right. Oh, yeah. no. oh my god. Multiple times. They'd have to, Yeah, that's a Paranga. They'd have to go back <laughs> they'd, for... they'd have to go visit Paranga. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's not not actually the suspense has not actually been maintained. They've just we've just added an extra step. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Goku and Gohan sense something something's kind of off about that dragon King Kai has no idea what's going on but their mind call is interrupted by a very loud and angry old Kai who calls everyone idiots oh this was so good (laughs) (laughs) old like his like psychic telephone call is going out to like all of the Z heroes and half of them are like plugging their ears because he's just so loud (laughs) <laughs> Old Kai reminds our heroes that he warned against overusing the Dragon Balls as it would upset the natural balance or whatever. Did he actually say Did that? Did he? He's I something along those so. lines. Yeah. Goku confirms that he said it, but I don't believe him. <laughs> so I, I think he said something like I remember him talking about the natural order at some yeah. point mm-hmm. in Boo. Okay. Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. it being about more about like it's improper. You know, I, I guess I did watch all of Boo in a blur, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think more about like not not using them willy nilly. Mm-hmm. But he never Without explains why not to. Mm. He just did, right. He was just assuming you'd listen to your elders. Mm. <laughs> he has clearly not spent much time with these characters. No. no. <laughs> yeah, Goku just says, "I thought it was just because you were so old fashioned." He, oh, I just, I love this. This is so good. I love this plotline. I love characters being punished for something that they assumed was fine. Therefore, the audience assumes is fine. Mm-hmm. And then somebody says, you dumb fucks. This is not fine. This is not fine. <laughs> this was never fine. And you're a fool for ever thinking that this was fine. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the I agree completely. It's one of my favorite kinds of storytelling, uh, and well, well. Ugh. So, Old Kai says that the creatures spawned from the Dragon Balls are capable of destroying not just the planet, but the whole universe. Oh no! Hmm. Uh... Ratchet those stakes up again. Ah, here they go. Fell down for a second. Yeah. Fix that. Get those. Get them stakes up. <laughs> Old Kai blames Bulma for gathering all those damn Dragon Balls so much. <laughs> you oh, people couldn't it... tie your shoes without summoning the dragon. <laughs> and Bulma's ready to fucking throw down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He he in the Japanese he specifies it's because she made the dragon radar. Yeah, yes. same. Okay, yeah. And she's like Which... what, what what? What? When the Japanese he's like that device and she's like what device? What? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who builds devices? I didn't do anything. Not me. 
I've never built a device in my entire life. <laughs> Kibito Kai explains that with every wish, some negative energy, like equal yet opposite, was released and stored inside the Dragon Balls, and they could only hold so much. It's kind of like a radioactive half-life, where the negative <laughs> energy dissipates over time, but it takes about a hundred years per wish. And so, that's why they scattered every time you made a wish to the dragon, because you weren't supposed to find them for, like, centuries. Because it's supposed to be a fucking cooldown. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I he's, like... I, I don't know how it, how it's delivered in the dub. He, uh, in the sub, is like, and everything was fine, and it was fine, until <laughs> you people showed up. <laughs> mm -hmm. And that's when we get that screen with, like, Oolong in the front, very excited. <laughs> yeah, we get a, yeah, we get a, 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 a journey through the, through the ages as we see all the different, like, wishes that were made in the past for, like, Oolong's Wish for Panties, Bora, King Piccolo, we see yep. the Saiyans, we see Frieza and Cell and Boo. Um, and, uh, oh, also, sidebar, really dumb, like, um, because sometimes I like to do these, like, dumb fix-it-fix things, like, what if you just gave Harry Potter a gun? Um, but, <laughs> like, what if you just, like, gather the Dragon Balls and then just, like, chuck them in the hyperbolic time chamber after you made a wish, and then just, like, wait a few months. Oh, oh God. Clever. Nobody in this sh fucking show is smart enough to try that. <laughs> I don't know if it would count, but if it did, that'd be way easy. Just, yeah, we, we need to seal this these radioactive dragon artifacts away and bury, bury them deep in the lookout until they're safe enough to handle again. And your hyperbolic time chamber would get all permeated with evil. Fan fiction premise Ooh. number. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's just a true outcome. Fun, cool things for Goku to go fight in another dimension. Yeah, actually, yeah. He, that would just be a reliable source of fight generation for him. <laughs> it's the fighting room. He would love it. Mm-hmm. Popo explains uh, about a similar dragon that had appeared on planet Eros, and every star in that galaxy was destroyed. Also, Popo and Dende are here now. Hello. All right. Okay, wait. <laughs> wait, what? I thought the Dragon Balls were, like, a Namekian thing. Mm-hmm. Probably. How did they get Dragon Balls in Eros? Maybe there was the unnamed, uh, a different unnamed Namekian just crash landed on Eros and just had another, you know, <clears throat> Dragon Ball Ponfar just had this, to make this, this shit just keeps happening. So yeah, this is this is actually something that is coming up in the super manga right now. Oh, huh. um, but uh, remember that uh, before Guru's time, there was a calamity that almost wiped out Namek. Oh, basically right. had to repopulate it himself. Which is why their society is exactly the way it is. Yeah. Uh, Super is now telling us that scattered throughout the universe, every once in a while, there's just another Namekian somewhere who escaped the planet. Refugees oh. throughout. Yeah. Just hmm. making Dragon Balls. Just making Dragon Balls. Just hanging out. <laughs> Willy nilly. So the other question this brings up for me is how did those dragons get stopped? If they could destroy the whole universe, <laughs> why did they stop at the galaxy? Mm hmm. Hmm. 
They got bored. Yeah. <laughs> you know, understandable. They, they destroyed each other. They decided Ooh, they good. wanted more cartoon cigarellos. <laughs> mm-hmm. They went out for cigarettes and never came back. <laughs> they went to the cigarette dimension. <laughs> oh my god, that's what the next dimension is this whole time. It's the convenience store. <laughs> The, the next dimension is just like one of those like like smoker terrariums at airports <laughs> <laughs> it's the heaven thank <laughs> <laughs> yes uh, Bulma is doing everything she can to dilute some of the blame yeah she's <laughs> she's working she works so hard on this <laughs> we, we get some cool dragon ball flashbacks and Bulma's like, but Goku, you had the super strength to actually get the Dragon Ball, so, you know, some of this is your problem, too, right? Maybe sure, I built couldn't... this thing, but I would have never succeeded without you. Yeah, maybe I couldn't we're have all done to... this by myself. And what's great maybe... about it is that Goku just immediately buckles. It's just like, yeah, I guess it yeah. is all my fault. Mm-hmm. Goku literally just, like, yeah, he's like, yeah, you're right. He, he goes and does a Goku stretch and says... Stands to reason. Yeah, mm-hmm. guess I'm gonna go kill a dragon now, see ya. <laughs> it makes sense, I'll go clean up my mess. Mm-hmm. That's admirable, I, I think. Uh, <laughs> I blame Supreme Kai. Yeah, he agreed. Agreed. has known. Mm-hmm. He should have stepped in. He should have sent a pamphlet or something. I, I noticed mm-hmm. you invented a dragon radar. Please quit. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, I can communicate with you telepathically at any time. Well. Oh well. <laughs> it's it's a, it's it's a shitty parent move if you're if you're setting boundaries, not telling your Earth children what those boundaries are, and then yelling at them and calling them dumb for crossing <laughs> them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like. Uh, uh, Give bad. us the data. It's bad content. Mm-mm. Uh, King, or Old Kai says that the shadow dragons have already, to quote, ha- are already attacking the nerve centers of the globe. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, uh, those. <laughs> Goku heads off despite everyone in his family wanting to help. He's like, nope, I'm doing this alone. Goodbye. <laughs> So we see uh, what the Smoky Shenrons are up to, and I think it's very cool and interesting. We see one of them fly into a volcano and causes it to, uh, causing it to erupt. And another one flies into a tundra, making a bunch of avalanches and ripping up snowmen, and he turns into a cool icy Shenron. That's neat. It's just the beginning of Disney's Hercules. Very <laughs> that, yeah. But then along came Goku. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that kind of works, honestly. Mm-hmm. He hurled his thunder beams. Nope. <laughs> uh, a third Shenron attacks a city as a big bolt of lightning, and this one creates a create uh, creates a crater, a creator uh, emerging as some giant kappa-looking monster with a blue five-star ball embedded in its belly. This is not a, a dragon. This is a goblin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to stretch the definition of dragon for a bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, like Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> we see a tornado ripping up a city with a scary, demonic-looking figure whirling within. 
we see massive earthquakes as a Shenron made of earth and stone erupting from the ground. We see a Shenron ripping through the clouds. And lastly, we see a Shenron plunge into a lake causing massive whirlpools. Uh, a, a, a massive watery dragon emerges and atop it is this sort of spiked lizard frogman creature with a blue dragon ball lodged in its forehead. But the creature announces himself as Haze Shenron, the dragon of pollution, as a wave of rotten blight sweeps across the land. Oh shit! That's cool. That's yeah. new. So Goku realizes he can't sense where the dragons are. Well, Goku. Good job, <laughs> Goku. Uh, but suddenly, behind him, it's Pan and Giru with the dragon radar. Looking for Don't this. Don't worry, everyone. He gets sidekicks for this saga. Yay! <laughs> well, how That's else would the... we know if the if any of the guys are nuts? We, yeah, we need a peanut gallery. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, if Krillin's not here... He can't tell us. Oh, rip! Yeah. Too soon. No, well, no, I, I'm. That's. I'm lamenting it. That's exactly why. I, I know we. I know we already did this joke, but R.I.P. Not Gallery. Uh. <laughs> I don't remember that joke. I guess maybe that's like my how, brain um, like blotted it how out. How awkward. How awkward do you think it is right now for Krillin, waiting at the check-in station to be resurrected because he knows. <laughs> Like, he knows, like, the dragon version of, like, no, my mom's gonna be here to pick me up any second. Right, he's standing outside King Yemba's desk, and King Yemba's trying to, like, coax him in try, for trying his to, turn. He's trying to stall he's like, for no, time. no, no, I'm waiting on a call. Yeah. That's, mm, that's gotta be rough. God. He, he can probably, you know what? He can probably have, like, a nice little sit at the, at, what was it, what do we have? The Yokai Cantina? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Way, f way from before, he's probably having a drink, hanging out with Mummy Man or whatever. Yeah, have a nice <laughs> cocktail with some goblins. Mm -hmm. It's like an yeah, it's like an airport bar. <laughs> Pan wants to come along, but Giru and Goku just want Pan to head home and stay safe. That is until Pan shakes Giru a bunch, until Giru agrees that Pan should come along. Giru well, says that's that. It. Uh, I, he words this confusingly, or the or the subs word it confusingly. That mm -hmm. Gear says if Pan goes, the safety factor rises to seventy percent, <laughs> which was a bad thing that she didn't want him to say. So I assume it's the safety factor is the likelihood of something bad happening i because that's when she shakes him is or it when could he says be that. if pan goes like if pan goes back home it's more safe oh maybe and less dangerous because that was kind of what was going on with the dub it's just like danger is higher if pan is okay. accompanying the mission and then she shakes him and then he says he loves pan and can't stand being away from her <laughs> oh my god Pan did the equivalent of just, like, lifting up the one edge of the N64 cartridge to just cause a bunch of freakouts <laughs> and glitches. <laughs> yeah. So, the gang all fly together, and Gear detects a Dragon Ball below them. Uh, unable, unfortunately, to be any more specific other than below. It's down there. It's down there somewhere. 
we see a gross-looking purple forest of rot, and it stinks. They find some villagers running away. Uh, they say a monster came out of the lake. And Goku and Pan arrive just as Hayes is about to eat some villagers for lunch. Pan rushes in and kicks the dragon into next week. And it turns out the dragon is kind of a pushover as a piece of rubble lands on his toesies. And that's where the episode ends, with uh, Goku and Pan facing off against Hayes Shenron. Goku recognizes him when they they show up, and he says it's, uh, I'm going to pronounce it wrong, Liang Shen Q? He says the, the Chinese version the of, the, of the two-star dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like... Yeah, much like how the Dragon Balls are named, uh, by their Chinese names in the original Japanese, um, yeah, so too are these evil Shenrons named after the, uh, named after the Chinese names for the Dragon Balls. So, too is, uh, uh, Liang, or Rian Shenron, basically. Yes. Any final thoughts for episode 48? I am with Melissa. I love this plot, or the the premise for this plot, anyway. Yeah, the premise. It's mm-hmm. maybe my favorite thing in any Dragon Ball anything. It's cool. I like it. I like that for every action, there is an equally an opposite reaction. Yeah. Right. This mm-hmm. delayed monkey's paw it's for every time they have avoided consequences. D- delayed monkey king's mm-hmm. paw. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, uh... turn- it turns out everything before then was the fucking around saga, and this is the finding out saga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean this is the reaping and the sewing. <laughs> yeah, I mean this is the kind of thing where like it would be amazing if we knew that it had been intended from the start, mm-hmm. and we know that it definitely was not. So yeah, it is. It, it is absolutely wasted here. I, I, oh, naturally, I do not have much of an ability to in, in invest myself in it, uh, but it is. But it is fun. Our final episode for tonight is episode 49, The Two-Star Dragon. The Japanese title roughly translates to The Strongest Enemy? The Fearsome Underhanded Dragon. Mmm, underhanded. Uh, The episode opens with Goku remarking that Hayes doesn't seem to be that strong. He can be so troubled by a piece of rubble. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, good news. Just blow him up, Goku. Yeah. Yeah, just be done just with hands, it. Just beam hands him. Pan's got it. Pan's got it under control. Be, be, beam him. Just be- murder this goblin. <laughs> <laughs> At any point in time. Hayes uh, decides to be a misogynist and mentions, <laughs> like, go home and play with, like, baby dolls uh, keep, over to Pan. They keep saying mm-hmm. stuff like that. Eh? They keep just... saying dolls to Pan, and they should know yeah. that that is no. the... <laughs> That is that the has some fraught memories. Mm-hmm. He was literally born yesterday, but come on, <laughs> he was born today. Yeah, it's his birthday. It is the the, <laughs> it is the, 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 the sleeper agent trigger word that like turns Pan into just a a murder machine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Pan slaps the shit out of Hayes and sends him into a cliff. Fuck him up, Pan. Um, uh, 
at this point, um, the, uh, uh, the haze Shenron starts sucking up a bunch of air and swelling. He gets big in the wrong way. I was just about to say. He, yeah, he doesn't really seem to have a plan here. He just kind of does it yeah. <laughs> to no real effect. Does he? Does he give a um, uh, uh, a figure of speech here? Does he or a, a saying? Uh, no, he does not. But I, I looked over in the sub, and it was quite amusing. Oh. Yeah, I was hoping that there was a there was an English equivalent. He no. says, "Haven't aren't you familiar with the saying? The game isn't over until the shoes go back on." What? <laughs> I don't. I'm assuming that's like a fatly sings kind of thing, but like yeah. until the shoes go back on. It's like when you leave a Japanese home. I, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, that okay. makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I guess. Goku says that Haze must be getting ready for a transformation. And Pan is just like, alright, let's fucking go! Giru <laughs> mm-hmm. detects a spike in energy, but Haze um, blushes and he says, some dragons can transform, but not me. <laughs> and then he just shrinks. <laughs> very, very sad. Hey says that transformation is just a cheap gimmick for cowards. So what if I can't transform? That doesn't matter! Transformation is a cheap trick that cowards use when they're desperate. True warriors like me have no need for gimmicks. Wow, amazing, a true warrior. Which That's Pan some... responds to I mean... by beating the absolute hell out of him. He's got hot <laughs> takes for one day old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, that's, that's usually when you have them. Yeah, <laughs> true. True. Pan demands Hayes hands over the Dragon Ball, and Goku wonders why Hayes isn't giving up. Hayes says that he knows why the heroes are trying to collect the Dragon Balls, to wish for things that they don't have, such as good taste or clothes that fit or maybe a little height in your case. <laughs> Pan does not Is- like this. No, that... but but he but he delivers that as if it's some sort of like super incisive thing. Like, haha, I know why you want the Dragon Balls. It's to do the thing <laughs> you, with the Dragon Balls. You wish you were a little yeah. bit taller. You wish you were a baller. <laughs> that... Oh, you got is to the, it like the... a second before I did. <laughs> I'm so god. Um, is the is the height thing the big the big one that makes her upset? Uh, yeah, it's the last thing that's mentioned in, in the list. I believe in the he's... sub, it's a little different. Yeah, yeah can I venture says... a guess? Oh, please. Is it is, is it pervy? No. No. Oh, that's enough. surprising. Oh. He asks if if Pan wants the Dragon Balls to wish herself taller, or maybe to fix her arched eyebrows. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that's when we get like a zoom in on her eyebrows. Yeah. Oh. Don't go there, hey Shenron. <laughs> <laughs> Can't insult a lady's eyebrows. Mm-mm. That's pistols at dawn. Yeah. <laughs> Pan, like, there's like a fiery aura behind her. This is probably as close as we'll get to Super Saiyan, folks, so just drink it in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and Pan, la- like, literally tosses her backpack to Goku in, in like a like a <laughs> hold my earrings kind of way. Yeah. And just fucking runs in for the SmackDown. Fuck him up, Pan. Fuck him up, Pan. And she does fuck him up a lot. 
She beats the shit out of this guy. But then, Hayes, Hayes starts to laugh at Pan. Uh, Pan rushes in again, but this time, Hayes appears to be blocking all of her attacks. That's weird. What? And then Hayes says something that I really love. In the dub, he says, This is how it always works. I, the star, take a beating, and then muster up uncommon strength and win. Yeah, I, that is I how was it really, always works. I was really happy because I thought he was going to go further in on that idea that he was going to be like this weird meta character who sees himself as the protagonist and like <laughs> yeah, does I thought everything he was gonna that way and then he doesn't like, he was he getting ready to read my fucking that. dragon ball loving ass to filth mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, Hayes grabs Goku and Pan and so long gay heroes them into a crater <laughs> uh, Pan rushes in only to get grabbed by Hayes and Goku tries to help but then gets tail thwapped aww uh, after commercial, Hayes is getting ready to eat Pan, and uh, Goku tries to go Super Saiyan, but finds himself unable to. <gasps> no, 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 that's our ace in the hole. Yeah. That's what we always do. I mean, if we can't solve our problems with the Dragon Balls, and we can't solve our problems with Super Saiyan, what do you want what us are to we even doing? doing here? Yeah, what do you want yeah. us to do here, guys? <laughs> what anime even is this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so apparently. Uh, what's been happening, uh, according to Hayes, is that the... It's not that Hayes has been getting stronger, but the pollution that Hayes has been making is making our fighters weaker. Hmm. Mm, that's a deep, deep uh, social commentary. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Or something. Cutting and incisive. <laughs> or something, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hayes also reveals that he was created by Goku... When long ago in the Dragon Ball original times, he wished for uh, Upa's father Bora to be revived. That the energy of, of bringing a person back to life um, rippled uh, negative wise into the two star ball. Uh, can I bring up a fun thing from the wiki real quick? Please. Because uh, I pulled up the wiki entry for Shenron just to verify that he was voiced by Oolong. Because mm. I was pretty sure, but I didn't want to speak out of turn. Um, but um, under Hei Shenron's personal stats, under relatives, it has Upa, parentheses, creator. Come on, guys. <laughs> Don't put that at Upa's feet. Upa's had <laughs> that was Goku. Oh, my lord. The wiki just, the wiki is a gift that keeps on giving. Also, a very funny thing that I hadn't noticed about the wiki, uh, the wiki before is that uh, Death Date also has parentheses S next to it on the Dragon Ball wiki. Wait, <laughs> in, in what? What does that mean? Uh, you can have multiple Death Dates oh. in Dragon Ball. <laughs> God. Uh, Hayes bowls Pan into Goku, chuckling all the while. And he explains that pollution is his reason for being, his, his, his raison d'etre, as it were. <laughs> he mouth beams Goku and, Pl and Pan into a cliff. He prepares to hurl Goku and Pan into the polluted lake, where the acid and toxins will strip the meat from their bones in a matter of minutes. Oh no. Oh, Lord. <clears throat> but just then, Giru blasts him. Giru is still here, and he has a gun. Yeah, Giru! <laughs> Giru, where'd you get that gun? Yes. 
this does nothing. Hayes tail thwaps Giru into a lake. Well. And, and then tosses Pan and Goku in. Oops. Pan sinks to the bottom of the lake, afraid to die, but powerless to move or fight back against the pollution. But just when all hope is lost, Giru shows up and drags Pan away across the lake floor to some unpoisoned part of the lake, where the water is clean. Oh, that's handy. Sure, I guess that's fair. Okay, no, so you're getting to her coughing. It is it? Can they breathe? Can they breathe they, underwater? They talk about that. They say, "What? How can we breathe?" And Giru says that he found a magic life spring, and that's all the information we have. And it's fine. Yeah, the cool. sub calls the calls the the life spring just spring water. But yeah. in in the dub, like it sounds more magical. Okay. Or mystical. But I think in the Japanese it's just underground spring water, like fresh water, right? Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I I didn't. I mean, maybe I missed it. I didn't see any explanation. Yeah, they. That's that's just how it is. Yeah, they I they guess. try to gloss over it in the dub, basically. Yeah, they also gloss yeah. over that Pan can talk to Goku telepathically. <laughs> yep. <laughs> just uh, this is a thing she can do. Yeah, Pan directs Giru to go grab Goku, and they they huddle in the in the spot of clean water, and yeah, they are just all talking to each other through brain patterns now, through mind waves. I yeah, I thought that was the case. It wasn't explicitly stated that's how they were talking. I couldn't tell if the lip sync was just bad. Because <laughs> or mm-hmm. she literally says uh, in the dub, I'm using telep- uh, telepathy to try and talk to you. Can you hear me, Goku? <laughs> so a bunch of so so they sat around in the recording studio saying, well, this doesn't make any fucking sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, this is when Giru points to the, the underground spring of water that's bubbling up from below. Um, which is granting them all the powers of uh, of being able to breathe and stuff. Uh, Pan says, let's blast it. Uh, saying Great. that the rush of spring water will clean the lake. It's a responsible use of natural resources. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hayes Shenron is hovering over the poisoned and polluted lake when Pan and Goku erupt in a geyser of fresh spring water and in a geyser of Dasani. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hayes, uh, Hayes flees in terror as Pan and Goku charge up beams and they launch like a like a duo Kamehameha basically. Hayes gets blasted into the lake and explodes. The one down. One down. Cool. The two-star ball pops out of the lake, and the cracks on it reverse, and the ball turns from blue back to a healthy orange. That means it's working. Nice. Hooray. Who needs consequences? <laughs> you just kill the consequences. Just fight, yeah, just fight the consequences. <laughs> The two cheer, and they accidentally drop the ball back into the gross lake, and they spend, like, a few seconds arguing over who's going to go in and get it, but then Giru shows up with it. Thank, thank the you, true Giro. hero. Thank you, Giru. Yeah. I... Thank you for ending that, Giru. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> and the episode ends with the three cheering on with one healthy Dragon Ball in hand. One down, six to go. Any final thoughts on episode 49 or any of the episodes we've talked about today? Uh, I have one last piece of trivia about Hei Shenron from the wiki. Tell oh boy. Out of all of the shadow dragons, Hayes is the only one that closely resembles a dragon. This closely resembles a dragon? What? This is the closest we get. <laughs> this is the closest we get? He's like a he looks like Yakon. <laughs> he does. Well fuck. Uh... Get into it. Incredible. I have a hmm. I have a like a Marin Minute esque segment I want to I want to try and get into. Mm. Oh yeah, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and this is called uh, Devil King Diaries. Ooh, <laughs> I want to know about Piccolo's adventures in hell. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on that. He has trapped himself in hell, the Demon King, and. Uh, for all eternity, basically. What's he gonna do? Well, it would be out of character to go enjoy 666 flags. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is well, there a waterfall we him... can meditate I was just by? about to say, first order of business. Find the nearest waterfall. Locate waterfall. <laughs> it's probably a blood fall or something. Yeah. Can we give him Krillin as a sidekick? Yes. Tyler, you know how to... <laughs> Temporarily. Tyler, you know how to comfort me. <laughs> <laughs> my, my my time of, of stress, mm-hmm. but it but it's one of those where like Krillin finds him and is like, "Hey, we should team up and hang out." And Piccolo is just like, mm, mm, mm. Have... "Why don't you go down to the Seven Eleven, get me some headlight fluid, and we'll talk." <laughs> get me some very big Q-tips. <laughs> I would, that would be the closest I would ever get to writing a coffee shop AU. The two of them just kind of go on an aimless road trip through hell together and nothing uh, nothing happens. I think he's going to be... I, I kind of want him to be sort of a... If he's going to if he's gonna be stuck down here, I think he's going to put his uh, strength to use and keep the peace. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I mean, I guess he... he, he uh sent all those all those dudes that were about to jump him back into King Yamaline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got this. So he, he took care of that. So who else is causing trouble in that case that he needs, that Piccolo needs to deal with? Hmm. I have kind of a metaphysical question. Okay. Well, you're, Lay it on. you're doing everything for me tonight, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> Is Nail stuck in hell? Yes. Hmm. <laughs> so is Kami. They're all even. It's even a, in death, it's a package I mean, Kami. Deal. Kami. He's he was technically always Piccolo anyway. Mm. Nail was his own person from a completely different world with a completely different belief system. Yeah. Yep. Well, Tyler, you said it yourself. Nail was his own person. <laughs> 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 And now he's Piccolo. Whoa. <laughs> and, Pic- and Piccolo is in hell. So there's your answer. Wow. This is a grim, 
the grim world. <laughs> that was that was much more of a commitment than I thought <laughs> Nail was making. <laughs> yeah, I imagine Nail also thought. Yeah. <laughs> He is, he is part of the great circle of life now. Uh, great circle of Piccolo. I feel like Nail and, to an extent, Raditz are uh, this show's equivalents of the relatives in Coco. And as long as we keep talking about them, they still exist. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, that's, that's Nail. That's where I'm coming from. That's, that's what you've got? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my lord! I need to hold pictures of them in my mind. Yeah, you need to. <laughs> yeah, need to put some uh, put some uh, leaves of the Ajisa plant on on <laughs> on Nail's like family ofrenda, <laughs> or he'll fade away into dust. Well, uh, enough dwelling on hell. I, I say, why don't we look <laughs> to the stars instead? Yeah, yeah. It's time for a four-star reading. Um, with a with a proper send-off this week, we are going to be uh, taking uh, the manga debut date of, of a Dragon Ball character, divining from that a horoscope, and uh, reading out a little something-something for them. Uh, and this week, I just wanted to pay our final respects to, like, I guess the longest ticking-around villain in GT so far, Dr. Mew. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Dr. Mew with a manga debut date of May 22nd, 1996, uh, making him one of our very few Geminis. Okay. Oh. Mm. So Mew, this is your reading. You may butt heads with someone who's equally unwilling to budge today. Use this conflict as a lesson in perspective. Understand where the other side is coming from. The life lesson you need to learn has to do with discipline and the need for honest discussion. Don't be afraid to put in the work to achieve your goals. I mean, he did put in the work. Mm-hmm. He just didn't, you know, didn't didn't quite get the 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 honest dialogue going on uh, with his main collaborator. Either of his main collaborators, really, you know, mm-hmm. just, uh, it was just not a good. Uh, you know, he had the. The talent, just not the communication skills to achieve his, <laughs> mm-hmm. his goals. And that's just, that's a tragedy sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's happened to all of us, I think. Mm-hmm. We've but all been. Who among been... us has not been blown up by by the <laughs> eclipse uh, uh, hellball of our own creations? <laughs> Reflecting in our, our never-removed mirrored visor in a dramatic, <laughs> ironic way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like... That happens. I think it happens to almost everybody in college. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. We all have those moments. Almost. It's a big part of why. Basically, I didn't, it's a big part a of rite why. Of passage. Yeah, it's a big part of why yeah. I didn't go to college. To be honest, I didn't. I didn't want to have to deal with that. <laughs> Not about that. Mm-hmm. No. Well, no. The 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 thing that you need to remember is that the is that the impending ball of death uh, about to consume you. That's the loans you're put, taking on. That's the dad. Yeah, oh. yeah, right. You know, as as with so many things in life, Doctor Mew's fate is metaphorical. Mm-hmm. It was about student loan forgiveness. Yep. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and people say Dragon Ball's not political. <laughs> themes, <laughs> themes, cinematic parallels. <laughs> Thanks everyone for listening. Uh, I appreciate all y'all who tune in every week. 
Uh, Dave, where amongst the internet can we find you and your works? Hey, you know, I, as always, I am on uh, Archive of Our Own as a Scythe, P-S-Y-T-H-E. I write fan fiction rarely. <laughs> and Melissa? Uh, I'm on various internet cool places to be as Christaya, K-R-I-S-T-A-I-A. And Theo? I don't do much on the internet, but sometimes I hop on streams with you, Jason. That's true. Uh, if you want to watch me stream, I'm on twitch.tv as jcavs, J-A-Y-C-A-L-V-E-S. Uh, I usually stream Wednesday nights, but I also stream whenever I get the chance to. And that same username will take you to any of the any of the social places. Usually Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Tyler, how about you? Every Tuesday, you can listen to my other uh, podcast, What the Folklore, where myself and two friends... We'll read folk and fairy tales from around the world and dunk on them. <clears throat> and starting on uh, March 15th and every other Monday afterwards, you Ooh. can listen to our new One Piece manga podcast book club thing, Piecemeal. It's, uh, I'm so excited. So exciting. Yeah. We're going to be mm-hmm. on the it's, cruise. It, it's it's <laughs> going to be some whiplash. I'm going <laughs> to tell you right now, listeners. <laughs> Which I and I mean that in the best way possible. It's mm-hmm. all been part of the plan. <laughs> you were mm-hmm. you were beating us down, Tyler, <laughs> for, for three years now. You were conditioning us so that we would be receptive mm-hmm. to One Piece. Yeah, that's how you have to do it. Yeah, I can't. Uh, uh, nothing I know about you indicates that's out of character. <laughs> Um, if you'd like to get a hold of us and maybe send us some of your Dragon Ball poetry, uh, you can reach us, uh, you can email us at uh, destructodiscourse at gmail.com or tweet at us uh, at destructo underscore disc, D-I-S-C. Also, bonus, if you go to the pinned tweet in our Twitter page, you can get a link to our fan discord, the Destructo Discourse Discourse Discord, where you can hang out with us and share various Dragon Ball memes and theories. And the and Dragon Ball merch that you found at used at a, a store. Mm-hmm. I found a I found a little, little four star ball Shenron to protect my car. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Good. And uh, if you're listening to this on iTunes or yeah, wherever you get your podcasts, we would love and appreciate it if you left us a, a rating and review, but specifically a four star rating, if possible. Because that's cracked or not, that's the Gohan ball. Gosh darn it. It's our I mean, favorite. It's, it's, it's never been more important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Res- res- help us restore the four-star ball with lots of four-star ratings. If you give enough four-star ratings, you're sending us your energy, mm-hmm. uh, which will allow us mm-hmm. to reconstitute the Gohan ball. Mm-hmm. And I assume that'll be done in, like, for the first half of the next episode with how these well, things have been yeah. going. Based on the pacing, yeah. Yeah. Get into it. The, you know what the, actually the funniest thing about this about this shit is? Like, that's the joke uh, that everybody always has about DBZ. Oh, they spend so long doing everything, they power up for ten episodes. Like, it actually kind of is like that for a reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z actually does, in fact, have pacing. Yeah. Now GT seen... went... GT we, went, oh, this is what you want. Oh, yeah. you want us to just get through this real quick, don't you? Yeah, and then this we went, is... 
this no. th then the worst possible outcome ensued. <laughs> mm -hmm. DBZ went faster. You want you want there's a there's it's a delicate balance between <laughs> between I've... filler and fluff and mm -hmm. character development. A natural order that gets disrupted if you if you go too fast or overuse the Dragon Balls. Yet again, metaphorical. Mm. So many rich layers to this text. <laughs> but uh, until we can restore the natural balance, please give us the Gohan. This has been Destructo Discourse, and we're having a good time? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you see that even when you're gone, I pray I'll get to see you one more day. I still worry about you. Don't you see that even when you're gone, I pray I'll get to see you one more day. I still worry about you. Trust me, she's yelling so loud right now that she could swallow a bird.